0: Hello everyone, this is Bhaskar and you are listening to Today in Indian History. So the day today is 3rd June and on this day in 1984, Indira Gandhi launched the infamous Operation Blue Star, a military operation in the Golden Temple of Amritsar to drive out terrorists residing there. To completely understand the matter, we must learn about the problems of communalism in Punjab. So let's get into it. The real problem of terrorism lies in the communal problems of Punjab. Even before 1945, there used to be communal problems in Punjab between Hindus, Muslims, and the Sikhs. After independence and the partition, the Muslims went to Pakistan, hence leaving the scene. What remained was Hindus and Sikhs. India is a country dominated by Hindus, comprising of around 80% of the Indian population. And even in Punjab, the Sikhs do not account for more than 60%. Also, the political map of India looked different at that time. Punjab and Haryana were combined. Akali Dal, I do not know if you have heard of it, was a very communal organization. What it practiced was mobilization through evoking the Sikh sentiments of the Punjabis. What they believed is that religion and politics cannot be separated. And if you have some slightest sense and you watch the news, you will know that this is an extremely dangerous notion. What they propagated was that the Sikhs were targeted and discriminated. Even the moderates among the Akali Dal spread the same word. Because of these complaints, Nehru had launched an independent investigative committee to investigate the matter and guess what they found? They could not find one instance of discrimination against Sikh. Another thing to note here would be that the Indian army was made of 20% of Sikh while the Sikh population only being 2% of India. What was so extremely communal about the Akalis was that they used religious institutions and symbols to harness religious sentiments in favour of communal appeal. There were also disagreements between different factions of the Akali Dal about the use of religious symbols and institutions. Whoever led the Akali Dal often also led the SGPL, that is, the Sikh Gurudwara Parvandak Committee. For example, Master Tara Singh, there was around 700 Gurudwaras under this committee. The Akali Dal also made frequent use of the Golden Temple. Wait, don't start connecting the dots so fast. The Akalis were not the terrorists inside. We will get to them later. Right now, we are just wrapping our heads around what the situation was in Punjab few decades before the incident. The government obviously had to give some response to these reactionaries. In the Nehruvian era, Nehru did not even negotiate if the demands were communal in nature. He was so secular that communal demands were outright not on the table. He however had a soft corner for minority rights and so he considered to accommodate the secular demands of the Akali Dal. He hence signed two pacts, one in 1948 and the other in 1956. Now the chief minister of Punjab at that point was Pratap Singh Kairon. He was a political figure even before the independence and is considered the architect of post-independence Punjab. Although doing great work in the field of agriculture and education, he along with Nehru failed to keep in check the rise of communalism through mass ideological campaign. They did not confront the issue head-on when it was easier. The CPI in Punjab was also a strong opposition to the Akali Dal, but that also was soon decimated after the split of CPI into CPI and CPM. Well, the CPI is Communist Party of India and CPM is Communist Party of India in bracket Marxist. When this split happened, both the CPI and CPM made alliances with Akali Dal, giving the Akali Dal legitimacy. Now let us get into the real issue, or the earlier demands of the Akali Dal. Punjab was a bilingual state with both Punjabi and Hindi. The Akalis wanted Punjabi and the Hindu communalists wanted Hindi to be the state language. The state tried to solve this issue by creating two zones on a linguistic basis. Even that was opposed by the communalists. Even the script of writing Punjabi was an issue for the Akali Dal. Punjabi was developed over centuries through many different scripts, but the Akalis wanted that Punjabi written in only Guru Mukhi. that is the original script of the Sikhs. Once the SRC was formed in 1955, SRC is State Reorganization Commission. The Akali Dal proposed the division of state on linguistic basis. This was first rejected, but since linguistic is not a communal basis but a secular one in 1966 the state was divided in Punjabi speaking Punjab and Hindi speaking Haryana. The rejection was based on two points. First was that Hindi and Punjabi was not different enough to seek a separate state. And there was and the second one was that there was no popular backing of it. But Sun Fateh Singh the guy who ousted Tala Singh to be the chief of Akali Dal agitated for separation and in 1966 it was done with Chandigarh as a common capital and merged Kangra with Himachal Pradesh. Since most of the demands were filled and they had to find new meaning to create communal tensions, in 1981 the Akali Dal led by Sant Longawal launched the 45 demands among which Anand Sahib Resolution was one. Anand Sahib Resolution demanded Sikhism to be considered a different religion from Hinduism and devolution of power from centre to state, basically a semi-autonomous status for Punjab. We will talk about the terrorists after the break, which you are welcome to skip. But before the break, a quick fun fact. The Golden Temple, also called the Dadar Sahib, was established in 1577 by the fourth Sikh Guru, Guru Ram Das. The temple started to build in 1581 and was finished in 1589. By now, what the Punjabis wanted, or sorry, what the fanatic believers wanted, was basically semi-autonomous status for Punjab. Actually, the people of Punjab, including the Sikhs, were not really big fans of Akali Dal. They did not even vote on communal lines. This could be seen by looking at the vote share of the Akali Dal after the separation of Punjab from Haryana. Because the diplomatic methods didn't work, the fanatics stooped down to terrorism. Terrorist activities began to show up in Punjab by the 80s and even though it was a major concern, the government did not seem to be doing much in its formative years. A new militant leader arose to power. His name was Sant Jarnail Singh Brindanwale. In the 1970s, Jiani Zail Singh supported him to create opposition against Akali Dal, but Brindanwale turned to become much more militant and later became a terrorist. The first act of violence by him was the assassination of the head of the Narangkari sect. It was a sect that sought to reform the Sikh culture to the glory days and standards like that in the time of Guru Nanak. This was followed by Narankaris, then some Akalis and then some Congress workers. The assassination of A.S. Atwal in April 1983 was when the tension was at its peak. He was a Sikh deputy inspector general of the police. He was killed under broad daylight right outside the golden temple where he had come to offer his prayers. If you are wondering why he was not thrown in jail during his first acts of violence when he was not very powerful. Well, it was because of Jiani Singh. He had the post of home minister in the center. In July 1882, Brindanwale had moved to the Guru Nanak Nivas inside Golden Temple and basically made that his base of operation. He then organized a terrorist act, ordered assassinations and collected weaponry there. His ulterior motive was to prove to the Punjabi people that who was the boss of tomorrow, where they could, uh, that they could stand against the Indian nation. During this time, the Akalis could not do much but negotiated with Indira Gandhi. By June 1984, the government had to do something and Indira Gandhi sadly chose to launch Operation Blue Star. The troops were gathered around the temple on 3rd June 1984 and on 5th they moved inside. The mission was one done in haste and hence had bad preparation. What was supposed to be a surgical strike became a full-blown siege with tanks. Vrindanwale was way better equipped and armed. The terrorists were also larger in number than calculated. Unfortunately, thousands of devotees trapped inside died in the crossfire. Many antics were destroyed. The shrines destroyed. The Operation Blue Star was seen with anger by the Sikhs all around the country. The security chief of Indra Gandhi suggested Ms. Gandhi to remove all Sikh personnels, but she replied, and I quote, Aren't we all secular? Consequently, two of her bodyguards who were Sikh assassinated her on the 31st of October 1984. The entire country was angry against all Sikhs, especially in Delhi. The outrage in Delhi led to anti Sikh riots, and around 2,500 people were counted dead in three days, and mostly Sikhs. A cause of the outrage was exaggerated rumors that Sikhs were celebrating it. Law and order were near its minimum. Rajiv Gandhi succeeded her on 1st November 1984. In 1985, he signed the famous Punjab accord with Longowal, who was the chief of Akali Dal. Longowal was assassinated on 20th of August that year, the day he announced that Akali Dal would be standing for elections that year. In 1988, a similar incident took place in the Golden Temple, but this time the Punjabi police along with some paramilitary forces, had dealt with the terrorists in a bloodless fashion. It was the Operation Black Thunder. This military operation sounds so cool, doesn't it? Anyways, the Punjab police, helped by local men, had cracked down on terrorist activity. And Punjab was practically terrorist-free by 1993. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you liked it, then every day you can hope and wait for an all-new episode except Sundays where I take you through history. But if you loved it, don't forget to tell your friends where you learned these interesting facts, anecdotes or stories from. Also, you can send any feedbacks to todayinindianhistoryatthegmail.com I repeat, redgmail.com.